Hi guys, this is Caitlin and Michelle, and this is From the Blue Couch. most exciting episode. I feel like one of our guests, AK roommates, has been, you know, long awaited. Long awaited. I think the people have wanted her really badly, but I think she's wanted to be on the show more. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. You're going to love her. You know, she's the influencer wannabe, New York baddie, and the most colorful lady we know. Introducing Christina (laughs) Reed. I feel like I need to clarify a few things in that intro. Okay, first off, being I really wanted to be on the show because I just, I just love, I just yearn and desire to give the people what they want, and I knew that the people wanted me here, and that the people are you. And you know what? Truthfully, we want you here. Um, thank you. I I want to be here, you know. And I just want to like set the scene for you guys. We all have our white claws. Like, actually, I'm going to open mine, you know, with the mic. Little ASMR. ASMR. So good. I'm actually drinking mango flavor. Christina, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking watermelon. There's actually one more thing I'd like to clarify is that I am not an influencer wannabe because I have no interest in selling myself to the masses. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. We know you're not. We just like to mess with you because you are like honestly the best. The best. I'll take it. I'll take it. This, you know, like we do every week, we read a review Mm -hmm. and uh, actually last episode we read Christina's review. Oh my God. I haven't listened yet. Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna go back. You know I will. You better. Actually, what episode are you on right now? I'm on. <laughs> I started Dana's episode, but I haven't. Oh, oh, yeah, you're yeah. fine. No, we're just playing with you. I feel like our friends will be like, "Oh, I didn't listen to it." I'm like, "It's fine." No, I literally. It's Madison okay. was like, "I just want to get to know." I'm like a little. I'm just. It's fine. I'm a little behind. I just a really behind. know. And I was like, "It's like you don't have to give me a disclaimer," but like I love the support though. It's love so it, great. Love it, love it. So Tina, we're gonna read our review, and this one's really special because she. Is one of a kind. She's a queen. Mar- Marky actually knows oh, her really? really well, too. Mark, you're going to love this. Why don't you introduce her first? Um, so she is just, she's another baddie. And another she's baddie. a great <laughs> friend. Um, and she just is a force we reckon, reckon with and mm-hmm. a huge supporter of from, from the Blue Couch. Couch. Honestly, from day one. I, from day, day one, one. Literally probably always listens, like, in the first five listens. Always. always. I'm 100% sure. Yeah. Um, but why don't you read the review and give okay. us the title and everything. This is from LaShawn. Queen. It says, A Light into the Darkness. From the Blue Couch is one of the funniest podcasts I've ever listened to. Not just smile while I'm going to work. Oh, I'm sorry. Not just smile while I'm walking or giggling while I'm working. I actually laugh out loud, cackle on the train funny. So it's like one of those moments where you probably look crazy. And I love those kind of moments. Yeah, me too. Me too. Michelle and Caitlin are so generally funny. There's something about their personalities that make you just want to keep listening. A mood booster when you need it. And they are elite to say the least, and I can't wait for the world to find out how great they are, both as people and podcasters. Uh, I mean, Sean, we freaking queen. love you. Queen. Thank you. I love Thank it. you for that. Just We love review. And also, you're going to say, yeah. though, it's coming to our attention that a lot of you guys listen on Spotify, and oh, yeah. you're not able to read a review or leave a review on Spotify. And so what we're just going to say is if you really so desperately want to read, want to write a review, just 
DM us. DM us one. Text us one. Or email us from fromthelukehouch at gmail.com. We actually yes. have quite a few emails, which, you know, I love checking. Love, we love a full I inbox. all the time. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, you know, a little rundown of our reviews. Just a little housekeeping on the House, reviews. Housekeeping. I love that. Yeah. So we, we love to read them and we need them for every episode. So just please, you know, send yes. them our way. So Tina, as you know, we always do the intro review and then advice. With the advice column, something new. And honestly, it's been it's so been, fun. We've been getting great feedback on the advice. And like great feedback and we want you to answer this one full heart you know give it your all i'm honored and keelan i'm gonna let you start off and you know read this one i don't know who it's from but i feel like we all can relate to this this is this question is so fitting because um we all have been there everyone's been Mm -hmm. there and so um i i it's triggering for me to even read this question (laughs) but you know this it's it's really just a simple question i I don't want to do the whole thing but the the person needs advice on what do you do when you mess up at work Wow. Take us away, Christina. Take it away first. (laughs) Well, actually, it's funny that you're asking this while Marky is here because Marky actually gave me a piece of advice when I first got the job that I have now, and Uh I was nervous about my first day and starting, and Marky told me... I don't remember like how we started talking about it, but she was like, you know, one of the the most important things I've learned and I would like the best piece of advice I could give you is when you mess up, just own up to your mess up. Don't try to blame it on anyone else. Just own up. You messed it up. You did it wrong. You let the ball drop on that one, but you're not going to do it again. You're going to do better next time. And to just like own up to it, don't try and pass the blame because that just on like, I mean, and I think of that every single time I like mess something up. I try not, I try to say, you know, I'm sorry. That's on me. We, this is what I'll do to fix it. And this is what I'll do to prevent it happening from going forward. And, um, That's cause really I feel good. like when you pass the blame like that, it just prolongs the whole process Always. and it doesn't help anyone. It's like, you just own up to it. Move on. Totally, yeah. But Marky gave me that advice. Marky, I love that. Our queen. I wish you guys could see. Um, she's actually sitting behind us. But, you know, one day <laughs> we will have her right, right on the show. But that's really great, Christina. I feel like, and Caitlin, I feel like you say this too, like owning up to it. Yeah. Makes yeah. Your, like, your persona And also you so can't beat better. yourself up about it for yeah. days, which I think Caitlin reminds me of a lot. Like, um, to just, you know, you did it wrong. You're going to fix it. <laughs> just buckle up and move on, girly. Yeah, like, because I like to girly. dwell on things forever and ever. Caitlin's like, mm, Okay, tired of hearing about it. Back up and move on, girly. So it's over. Right. It's done. You did it. Let's let's get it. it. And I'm like, okay, let's yeah. move right. on to the next. And you know, conquer yeah. the world. Yeah, absolutely. Always conquering the world. Well, we're just honored to have you on the show, um, on the on the podcast uh, this evening. Where it's eight sixteen. We like to let people like what time we're recording because yeah, last time it was eleven p.m. <laughs> on a Sunday, oh and then it was God. such a random time. But it's um, eight sixteen p.m. on a Friday night, and this is where we're recording. But I love it. Christina is one of our favorite people. She's one of our best friends. She's one of a kind, honestly. She truly is so unique. And Mm -hmm. you know what? We just wanted to... Just tell the people a little bit about you. Give us like yeah. a little overview. Of who, <laughs> who is Christina Reed? Let's pretend we're in an interview and a, well, we actually are. Yeah. Be like, tell me about yourself. Okay, so my name is Christina Reed. My friends from college call me Tina. Tina, Tina, Tina. Um, Teeny, you know, all the above. Um, I'm from Texas, from Houston, Texas. Yes, she is. Um, I went to Belmont with Caitlin and then I moved to New York a little over like a year and almost a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I love musicals. Yes, she does. Yeah. Um, I I love a good night on the out on the town dancing. I absolutely live and die for karaoke. Um, Very much. Live and die. Um, And turtle time, like. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything if there's anything I'm missing. No, that honestly sums it up. Like, but when we say she loves karaoke, I think you actually bought a pink mic. Right? I did. I bought, I bought a Bluetooth mic, and I love her so much. And you could have brought her out, you know. If, Life wasn't so... Yeah. She loves it. Any moment that we can... She's like, do you guys want to go do karaoke? Like, can I put karaoke on your TV here? We're like, okay, yeah. Actually, just get it out of your fun system, fact, girl. when she was over here, when she lived in Brooklyn, Caitlin was taking a nap, and I was cleaning my room, and she was just doing karaoke on YouTube by herself. By herself in our living room. <laughs> on the blue couch. On the blue <laughs> couch. <laughs> I forgot. Do you remember that? Yeah. I like to warm yes. up for a night out, you know? Always. Get always. my songs ready. So can you just tell our listeners a little bit, like, why you moved to New York? I know a lot of people... Or, wait, or should we go back? Let's start, like, with how we all, like, kind of Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Tina, let's tell our listeners, you know, how you met us. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, funny story. Well, not that funny, but it gets funny. Um, Caitlin and I went to college together ran she's a a grade above me we ran in like kind of similar like wider circles but two of my good friends lived with her um and so I would see her in passing and I was always like that is the coolest girl at that moment and then I remember when Caitlin was doing her um Belmont like her study away and or Belmont East I Mm -hmm. cannot think of it but when she was in New York for a semester and we were still in school and I remember seeing her stories and thinking like wow like her life is so cool like she must just know how cool she is Um, (laughs) and I was like but also I feel like one of those things I don't know if we ever talked about this but I I always feel like I was like I never thought that we'd ever become friends like I just never saw a scenario I just always knew Caitlin Taylor is Caitlin Taylor and I was like she's so cool I have friends and friends her but I never like ever expected that we would become like BFFs so crazy that's so funny how that works and it's also weird to me that you like would see her around campus oh yeah absolutely if if, like future you went up to you and was like hey you and Caitlin Taylor are gonna be best friends you probably would be like I'd be like, um, how, you can even say the how, same as well. I'd be yeah, like, why did she talk to me? <laughs> but then, so then my second semester of my senior year of college and I was deciding to move to New York, my parents were like, it might be a good idea for you to go up and like be there for a little bit oh, before yeah, you move yeah, oh, yeah. because it's been a while. And I was like, you're right. So I was going to stay with like a childhood friend, but at last minute it fell through because of her roommate. So I was like long shot. Like I think I DM'd Caitlin. I don't even know if I no, I think I got your number. I think from you got someone. my number, I think. Because I had already yeah. text, I texted you about advice for living stuff. Yes. And yes, yes. I mean Caitlin was like saving grace. Like my parents are obsessed with Caitlin because she helped me so mm-hmm. much. Because whenever I, I would text Caitlin about New York stuff, she would send me like novels of like advice and like links. And I was like, oh my god, that's girl. Her mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I texted her and I was like, this is such a long shot and like such an imposition, but I like am coming and blah blah blah. I need a place to stay. She was like, absolutely you can stay on the blue couch. She didn't say the blue couch, but she said, absolutely, you can stay on our couch, like blah, blah, blah. Even though they had moved to this apartment two we weeks before, moved. little You're did I know. I totally forgot. So when I rolled I up know. here. You know what's funny? When we moved, I actually remember you being like, hey, by the way, my friend, my, or actually, you guys didn't really even know. No, she probably had this girl I this know. Girl like, literally. I know from Belmont, Christina will be staying with, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's it. And I rolled up here, and... Uh, like the apartment wasn't even totally put together like at all like we had the couch of course it's where I slept and um et cetera et cetera but Michelle like I got here Michelle and Caitlin were sitting on the couch and I started talking I was like oh my god like you know talking to them and Michelle was kind of like scurried away into her room yeah. and Caitlin, yeah. I had to Caitlin was like Michelle no you can hang out with us she's like oh I was like, in college friends, I get it. Do you want your alone time? Like, you don't have but to. I had to I had but to we tell weren't Michelle. even really college friends. I was like, yeah. I literally, like, I think it was, like, later on, I, like, texted. I was like, hey, just, like, let you know, like, I'm getting to know Christina as well. Like, come join us. We're like, all getting oh, to know okay. each other. I like, never wanted to, like, overstep, so. <laughs> Which was so funny, because I was like. Now I'm always overstepping. No, like, we really <laughs> all were just, like, getting to know each other. I was like, yeah, come be a part of this. Like, and I think I was like, you're both Latina. I, like, there's something <laughs> out there. Dead, 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 dead. Latina queens. 
But um, it's so funny. Wait, so what else did you think of us? Well, no, I mean, I mean, I was like, this is just Caitlin Cool Girl with the badass job and, like, the amazing apartment in the East Village. And, like, she's living her life. She's thriving. She's got good style. And I was like, I just really want her to like me. And, um, but Michelle, like, wouldn't talk to me. So I didn't really know what I thought of Michelle because I didn't really. But the other thing is I was here for, I was doing job interviews. I don't know what I thought of you for in that little moment. I was like, yes, queen to handing out resumes left and right, walking oh up, God, getting dead. denied, but, like, maybe getting in sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. I was like, I like this girl. Like, Well, because I wasn't around here a lot because I, I really came you, you to, I just need a place to around. stay. And I was going and ha- having, like, meetings and interviews and then literally, like, cold walking into buildings with my resume being, like, yeah. Um, she, she really did it the classic way, though. It like, was absolutely terrifying. Didn't get a job that way, but it did hey, build my skin. You know, yeah. It builds, you know, character. Yeah, it for does. sure builds some character. Um, but yeah, but then at the end of the weekend, we had brunch together, and that was really sweet. Yeah. Cafe. Cafe Belgador. Yeah. 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 And that was sweet. And I was like, wait, oh my God, I really want to be, I really want them to want to be friends with me when I move here. And <laughs> wait, and I believe we took a picture outside. We There's did. a picture of Tina and I. I yeah, yeah. And we're sitting on a bench. It's really cute. We took you to Trader Joe's as well. Yes. I remember that. Do you remember that? We went to Trader Joe's, and we walked, like. What? I don't remember. We went to, oh, Trader, yes, Joe's. We went to Trader Joe's, all three of us, and, like, we were walking back. Remember that whole thing happened? I, with I mean, that guy. I'm Oh my god! I don't even remember we were at Trader Joe's. I don't. I think I like blacked out everything of surrounding that moment. Sure. So <laughs> I'm, gonna tell the, I'm gonna tell the listeners. So we're walking back from Trader Joe's under like the scaffolding, yeah. and this man pulls out his penis and starts peeing. It was waterfall. It was traumatizing. It was really, Wait, wasn't there two? Didn't we see two <laughs> men? Probably. Like, honestly, in New York, knowing like, knowing it, all, like, we had to pick up our jaws and like actually take. I, was I have so to be honest. That is still the only time I've seen a man peeing in New York. Oh, it was so that, traumatizing. <laughs> I literally was so. I just. I could not even believe I just saw that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, With that being said, though, like you did sleep on the couch for a whole week, but I know you were high. I I know you were high. I know, but that wasn't probably like. What's your favorite memory from the couch, though? Okay, so I actually because our friendship really bloomed. Our friendship really bloomed because. For my first year in New York, I lived in Bushwick, which is pretty deep into Brooklyn. So when I would come into the city for a night out with, like, in the, on the weekends or whatever, like, I would usually pack a bag and stay for a couple nights because it was a such an endeavor. <laughs> it was such an endeavor to get there and back. And it's not like I could just run to my place next morning and change and come back for breakfast. So I prepared. So I there's a lot. I have a lot. It. I think I slept on this blue couch more than anyone. Like, I think you I get to claim you that title. Yeah, you definitely have I Because mean, most of the time, by the time we get home, I will even sleep with it not unfolded because, I know, you know, for sure. we're there. I, I would honestly end up sleeping on it too, and I have oh, a bed. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about the fact that Michelle and Caitlin both have bed, full size beds here, and I've never been allowed to actually share a bed with them. They're like, mm, night out, we're drunk, we're tired, just sleep on the couch. People don't share beds with me, and that's just like a known thing. Okay, okay. my two memories, my two memories. Okay. Oh, well, my favorite memories. So I have two come to mind. One is just kind of like a general, like all the times we would come back here and order food, and then like Caitlin and I would fall asleep before the yes. food got here. And I it's like 2 a.m. and Michelle would be like door. up, like watching Netflix, and we're like asleep. Yeah, and the time we watched Tall Girl, one time we came back here and watched Tall Girl, and then we just started watching Tall Girl every time we came back here. Actually, wait, I have to add a little add a note to. I have to add a note to that. We were all so like drunk and really tired. Yeah, and we were like, let's just watch Tall Girl. And Kaylin, you were still up at the time. And you're like, yeah, put it on. Two minutes 
later. Yeah. Like, I mean, knocked out. Well, Caitlin, well, I swear, she falls asleep so fast. I can sound like anywhere, anytime. I thought you were awake yesterday. Um, But then my second favorite memory, I thought this was really tender, but Mm. I was here at the blue couch with Michelle when I found out that I got my current job, which is like a dream job. So I literally fell to my knees on the couch and sobbed. And that was a really special memory. I mean, a lot of things happened here because I was here like for half of last year, but yeah. Um, I'm sure like your roommate was like, where is she? Yeah. (laughs) For sure, for sure. No, I love that. That's so tender. A lot of, a lot of, I just, I think of many memories. I just think of, I feel like we've cried, we've laughed, we've, you know, this couch has seen a lot. This yeah. couch has seen it. And you guys, like our listeners know that. Like I feel like we just bring another story and they're like, oh wow, mm-hmm. another 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 piece to the puzzle of the another, of the blue couch, so you know? True. Like I just want to say something. He's seen I think our couch is a boy. Oh, you do? Oh, really? I think she's a girl. I thought she was a girl as well. I've actually, I thought it was like only male in the home. So, oh, I thought that was well, that, here's that the deal. Well. Yeah. I've actually slept with her multiple times, <laughs> okay, and I do boy. feel as though she's a girl. I just want to say okay. she's seen um, the crying, the laughing, the karaoke. Probably too much karaoke. <clears throat> and um, well, actually, never dancing. Too much. We danced so dancing. much. So, yeah, especially yeah. when Christine is here. But that's great. I love that Christina. She's seen us literally melting our bodies in where we're just so so tired. <laughs> um, but anywho, the reason why we wanted to bring you on is that because we. Are we've seen your last year here as mm-hmm. you know a third party perspective, and you and and Michelle are both honestly all of us are like just coming uh, to New York yeah. in general. You have to have a hustle, hustle you mentality, the hustle mentality, get mm-hmm. down mentality. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it well. I'm gonna it's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna do it. And I feel like you don't actually um, understand that until you live here because like yeah, they see it in movies like the New York Minute. Like it's yeah. just <laughs> in a New York Minute, it's just crazy. But you really do, and I feel like. <laughs> Christina, you really embodied that. So I would love for you know you to tell the listeners where it kind of all started. So you yeah. moved here. Did you have a job? I, I, I posed the question like, what were your big city dreams when you oh, first moved here? Good. What did you kind of initially yeah. think it was going to be like when you first okay moved here? Because I feel like we all have that. Little yeah, thought. yeah. I don't. I'm not even sure what I what I thought because I decided to move here because I had always wanted to live here. When I I did musical theater really seriously growing up and homeschooled and did all that. So I, New York for me was always I'm moving here to be on Broadway. But then I stopped doing that or at the end of high school. So in college, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Then I was like, New York is always been where I want to be. And after I visited that weekend, uh, or that week, it was uh, like seven days. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, like this is what I want. And I came without a job. Um, and I'm not even sure what I expected. I knew when I got here, I, I wanted to get a job like in um, the business side of like performing arts somehow. Yeah. Um, and that's initially what I thought I wanted because I just wanted to be close to the theater. The theater. But thing, I don't know, like the thing about New York is you just kind of adapt and you change and your dreams change fast and you just follow them where they so go. Good. That's great. Um, but really I, morph, I feel like you morph into your quote unquote dream. Right. You come here with a dream you and you find yourself and your dreams change and like you can't get too tied to one specific Dream. I feel like that'll kill you, and that'll kill you in this town. <laughs> that'll kill you in this town. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, what are you doing in the city? I've been rewatching Smash, and and there's this, a line where she's like, I mean, they say it's on like every single job. They're like, you'll never work in this town again. And I'm like, oh man, I want to say that to someone. What is I would never. That's really weird. What is it? This town. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. You'll never work in this town again. <laughs> That's great. That'll kill that you in this town. So good. That's really so good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think I just thought. Um, 
I feel like I really came with a huge question mark. I honestly didn't. I don't that's even think though. I knew how to like look at it because I, I didn't know what Bushwick was like, and that's where I was living. Yeah. I didn't know who my friends really were going to be, and I had no idea what my job was going to be. I thought that I kind of had something lined up with the American Ballet Theater, but that did not. <laughs> oh yes, I actually remember you like, and I was like, "Well, I, that's why I came here for that interview yeah, initially." Yeah, and you were like, "I'm going to get it," and you were like, "I'm going to go to all these events." I was like, "Amazing! This is going to be so cool," you know. And life life happens, and that's totally you plan God bless literally. But there is, you know, what you did start with, I think you need to tell because it's iconic. The restaurant. It really is. The, um, restaurant. the restaurant. This it was like a movie. Restaurante. Restaurante. Um, <laughs> and this is this is a part of the hustle. I mean, uh, once yeah. she gets to the details of this job, she was a hustling Hus- away. Yeah. Hus- <laughs> I hustling away. Like Tina has hustling layers. So let's start first, restaurant. Layer yeah. One. So, um, I started working at the, I moved here June 2nd, 2019. I started working at the restaurant in early July. Um, I got it through, I, I, my cousin was involved in the restaurant, so I got it through him, but it was a restaurant inside of a hotel and the hotel was brand new and the restaurant was brand new. So actually when I started working there, none of it was open yet. Yeah. And I remember the first day when it was like camp, it was like, everyone was in there. Like I was in camp. there like, like it was like camp, like the gala, the Met gala. No. Um, oh, that's what my mind went to. I was like, no, 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 no. It was like, like camp rock. Everyone was just kind of like gathering together. We're like putting tables out. We're cleaning stuff. I'm like, mm, okay. Okay. Love the energy. Um, here. Meeting all these people that are like just work in the restaurant industry in New York, which I'm telling you, those are the most interesting people in the whole world like oh my god amazing amazing and i feel like they're really mysterious because we don't know a lot about them well when you work at a restaurant you learn everything everything about about them because everyone like spits their personal life everywhere so honestly i mean you know i live for it it's like literally being on a reality tv show but anyway i started working as a hostess there um and i i really did fall in love with it (laughs) i felt like i was like in a movie with it or the people um (laughs) oh my god um but a little bit but the the real kicker was so I really liked working at the restaurant. I liked um, like the the dance of it all, the performance of it all. But there were a few yeah. kickers. First being that um, it was not the most successful restaurant you've ever been to in your life. Mm-hmm. We had some shortcomings, so it was a little bit of a shit show. But honestly, that made it more a little bit more fun, and you have more time to talk to your coworkers. And I just really lucked out, and actually, with a lot of the people who work there who like have worked in the restaurant industry for years in New York said is that even though this restaurant was kind of shit like the people who worked here were really great and that doesn't really always happen so yeah. I mean of course there were some not great but the kicker of it all was I started out with the morning shifts so that means that my shift started at it's a restaurant inside of a hotel so you know it's like those business when they gotta get their early morning coffee so my shifts actually did begin at a, a bright and early 6am so it like a.m. that had me waking up at 4 30 because this restaurant was in midtown i yeah, live in bushwick and if you live here right. you actually understand that that is like literally how long is that away. train ride for the people who are it's not about 45 minute train ride mm-hmm. 45 minutes so yeah. i would literally have to wake up at 4 30 um like, 4 30 a.m walk to the train in the dark walk to the train in the dark fear for my life um, I, ju- I, I, I thought about that all the time me too get on the train and then um just right around in. The one great thing about being the hostess is I didn't have to wear a uniform. I could wear whatever I wanted. And because we were kind of a shitty restaurant, I just kind of got away with whatever. But, and then the the longer I worked there, what did you say? I said expression, you know, expression. Yeah. That made myself self-expression. And then the longer I worked there, the closer I got to everyone. It was literally like a TV show. Cause there was like the front desk girls. There was, um, Oh, I should probably should name her. Called her B. We'll call her B. But she ran like the housekeeping department. She'd always come down. She like always call me nicknames. She loved and She was always setting me up with the guys who worked on the elevators. That's another story. The drama. 
<laughs> the guy in the elevator. You have to go over that. I mean, there's really not much to say. I had a little flirty thing with one of the guys. They were on the engineering team, but it was really okay. just so like, okay, can the I just engin- literally, like, <laughs> when she was saying engineering team, she's like, oh yeah, they work in the elevators, and we were like, so, like, like so they were repairmen. Like, they're literally they're electricians. Like, they're literally repairmen. But everyone <laughs> called them the engineering team. Whenever they were hot. Whenever they were hot. I remember, they, we were just like, okay. But cool. I just love that she, like, labeled them, like, engineers. I was like, oh, that's really amazing. No, like, I said engineering boy, because everyone said the engineering team. But the thing was, I was meeting because when I started working in the restaurant I just met so many people so fast and it was honestly like one of the biggest blessings just like meeting so many people with so many different stories so many different ages yeah um and I just fell in love with it then I started getting to work night shifts and night shifts were the best and it was so fun I feel like that was really fun and then they sent me to barista school because they were like you need to wait you went to barista school yes yeah Uh, did you pass Oh, well, it wasn't really pass-fail. It was oh, just, like, take just a go and learn. Because then they wanted me to work the hostess, like, be a hostess and a barista at the same time, which was impossible. And I did cry once. I, I um, as well. And I literally, like, overflowed the, uh, the like, espresso machine, like, at work. I like, literally forgot to turn off the hot water. And I, like, <laughs> I'm behind the bar. And there's, like, I'm, like, getting ice. And I turn around. There's, like, hot water floating everywhere. Okay. People I, are waiting I, for I their coffees. Know, but, like, at that moment, were you, like, what am I doing in a, in a hotel in Midtown? Yeah. Well, I mean, I... Because it was right around the... So there was a shift from when I was working morning shifts to when I got really comfortable with the managers. Management was a bit of a mess, which is what happened. And then yeah, other people who sure. worked there. And I was like, look, I can't do this exams anymore. Like, you got to help me out. got to help me. We got to get other hostess. So I started doing later shifts. And at the night shifts is when I started to realize, like, this is a mess. What am I doing? And then um, with the barista thing, it was really starting to be my breaking point. Because I was like, okay, I got to I gotta, I gotta make a move. So got to make a move. move. And, and I was also juggling a couple other things. Yeah, we'll get to that, I guess. And yeah, no, I love asking people like when not not that they're in jobs that they don't like, but they're in jobs that are okay. It's like what moment were you like, oh my god, I'm in New York City, like the best city, and I'm doing this. Well, like, the thing is, is I I loved it though. Like it was, yeah, I never I had a moment where I was like, and I'm doing it. this. Like I really felt really inspired a lot of okay, times at the restaurant because it felt like a show, a dance. Like it, it really it does. Really, and when things were like when things were busy it was literally like a show and it, I really did love it and I loved the people so yeah. I honestly and you had the been best the stories yeah I actually ate there once or actually, no, we yeah got and you got drinks there, there. The yeah beautiful and yeah. honestly it was just so funny to see Tina running she like went to the hostess she's like hold on I'll get you a table and like was running <laughs> dead, 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 dead. I, love, I it. love it but I think you know from that what what's what was your biggest takeaway from working there I think that my biggest takeaway, and this just happened in the first few months in New York, but I think it really had to do with the restaurant, was just, like, how many different kinds of people there are. And kind of also, like, shaking up the, um, like, kind of, like, the social expectation that is put, at least, like, where I grew up specifically, on, like, what is a successful job? What is the right job? Because I I remember one night coming home from work at the restaurant and thinking, like, when I was a little girl, I used to dream about, like, working at a busy restaurant, like, in a city like New York that's, like, fun and everyone's friends. I just felt, like, lucky to do it. And it made me realize, like, you should never judge someone for their job. Like, you should never judge someone for your job. Because I was doing other things, and everyone else there was doing other things, too. And it's hard work to be uh, in the restaurant industry in New York. It is mm-hmm. really hard yeah. work. More power to them. I mean, so the restaurant, I mean, that was a kick. We just, like, loved hearing about it. Honestly, yeah. missed the stories. Missed but from the stories. there, where you went to an internship, correct? Well, I was doing the internship while I did the restaurant. restaurant. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So the restaurant was at, like, a performing arts place. I mean, the restaurant. The internship was a performing arts yeah. place, like an admin side of it. And so that kind of helped me realize that maybe that's not exactly what I wanted. It you really, had to have it, you know? Yeah. It was a really small team, and I worked there two days a week, and there were some and the other days I would work the restaurant, like my 6 a.m. shifts, love it. 
We gotta love it. Wait, but fun fact about this internship. So I used to nanny a family in. Um, oh yeah, it's all about connections. Where, where were they? They were across from Madison Square oh, Park. Oh, Madison, gorgeous, gorgeous place. Yeah. But honestly, I was getting a little tired of it. And she asked me if I wanted to babysit Saturday, and I'm like, no, but my friend Christina can. I'm um, Michelle. Like, like literally barely knew me. <laughs> barely, barely. And she was like, yeah, I'll take it because you know, hustling and bustling. And Tina said, <laughs> "This is the funniest thing because the kids are so sweet, but the, one of the babies ends up pooping on Tina." But it, I no, love it. It's not even a baby. Like, she's oh, too shit. old to be like literally shitting her pants. <laughs> She texted me and she was like, "Why did you give me this?" Yeah, I was like, "This baby should have pants." But the one good nope. thing that came out of it is the mom was like, "Do like, what do you want to do in the city?" And I told her I wanted to be in the like performing arts center that I want to do, like admin side. And she set me up with this internship, and I'm so glad I got it because they were great. Can I mean, they, I, any connection is a good connection. 100%. I swear, I like will swear by that. Like, I haven't so used like true. it's not like any of them have helped me get another job since then. But the COO has written me a really great letter yeah. of recommendation that I use for all job applications. And the two other people that I worked with there, the executive assistant to the CEO, and then her, the COO's executive assistant. I'm so like I still catch up with and like touch base with oh, them where we that. are. I so, love that. Like that's so great. Like those connections in the city are important. I know, Caitlin, you're like the queen of connections. Always, oh my god, Caitlin calling. is a networking like, She will literally queen. meet someone on the subway and be like, wait, you're into music? Amazing, let's set up a call. We're interrupting this podcast to tell you about recess. Caitlin, what's wrong? You look so off today. Shell, I'm feeling so off today. I am feeling so anxious and overwhelmed. Just like, life in the queue is hard. This working from home constant zoom calls i'm just i'm overwhelmed i'm anxious what what should i do i so feel that i used to feel like i couldn't keep up and then i discovered recess what what's recess recess is a drink that combines calming hemp cbd and balancing adaptogens to keep you calm cool and collected calm cool and collected that sounds like exactly what i need michelle you definitely need it and it has eight flavors that are super delicious and a really cool reality wear line so you can look chic while working from home wow i love it i'm on my way right now go to takearecess.com and use code ftbc for 15 percent off hope you guys stay calm okay so i just have to tell one quick story about the restaurant where i really felt like i was in a movie and it just like fueled me but also for legal reasons this didn't happen so um for legal reasons this story is a lie um so i was at the hostess stand it was a day shift so it was probably like i'd probably gotten there at like 11 and um somebody comes up to the hostess stand and um she asked for my manager i get my manager and um bring her back to him he tells her to wait one minute, comes to me, and he's like, I need you to go downstairs right now, very calmly, walk down there, and let the chefs know that the health inspector is here. And I was like, okay. And he's like, quickly. Oh and I go down to the kitchen, gosh. and I'm like, uh, guys, the health inspector's here. And the chef is like, throw away anything that isn't labeled, throw away all the shit that is. I mean, like, literally, it was like calm in the kitchen, everyone was like sitting around, and all of a sudden, it was like, room, like chaos. Like, people are like, throwing shit into trash cans like burning wow. stuff like things are disappearing flying all over the room I'm like I gotta get on I'm gonna have a knife to the head so he's like <laughs> he's like you need to go upstairs like blah 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 and so I go I go upstairs and he's like tell like stall them stall them stall them I was like okay what am I gonna do here I go up with my manager with the 
the health inspector. The health inspector is behind the bar, and there and the bartenders are behind. A drink or is he? No, it's, it's a, a woman. Oh, it's a but woman. But so the bartenders behind the bar are trying because the bar is like open and at the front of the restaurant. So she's already seen them, and so but oh they're trying to like gosh. slyly like keep their tops like whatever is visible behind the bar like so normal. But they're like it. slowly like moving stuff underneath, oh like throwing away unlabeled gosh. things, like cutting stuff. Blah, blah blah. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And then the one of my managers comes up to me and he's like. I'm printing some things downstairs, and what I need you to do is I need you to go get them. I need you to get some tape, and I need you to start putting them in the bathrooms and the hallways. Blah blah. It's like all the signs that are like um, employees must wash their hands after the bathroom. Of course, oh we don't have signs. God. It's like oh the gosh. the choking the choking yeah, um, papers. Thing. So literally, so I get the papers. Like, and when I go down to get the papers, she brings the health inspector woman down to the kitchen, and then I go back up. And as I go back up, they're behind me, and literally, I'm like slapping these signs onto the wall. <laughs> He's like, he's like, and right here, here's our health sign. I literally had just gone and like kept walking and like she hadn't seen. He's like, here's our health, like literally pointing, just assuming I had just put it. Like I was like, like putting up these signs. And then as soon as this woman leaves, as soon as she leaves, a pipe bursts from behind (gasps) the bar. No. And the bar, it's a hotel. The bar's in the lobby. So a pipe bursts and water starts flooding the entire like lobby area, first floor. And I'm like, probably dirty water. But you know, who came down to fix it? Engineer, Christine, boy. engineer boy. Oh, I was. I, thought, I said Christina Reed. Oh, <laughs> engineer the pipe, boy. The broken I, pipe. What would I do? So they come down. They're trying to fix it. There's water everywhere. <laughs> so for some freaking reason, in a hotel, we can't get any clean towels to clean this up. So we have to go down and get the dirty linens. The dirty no, linens. Actually, that's actually to disgusting. clean up the. Is this oh, like still absolutely. Even open? Actually, it is. I drove by it the other day, and I was like, and I told one of my old, my old coworkers, we're still friends. I was like, literally, this place is open. Like there was a person okay. sitting out there. They still what? have the ugly tables and ugly decorations they had before, but. Um, no, wow. it was literally, um, it was psycho. And then they brought the, the towels, the dirty towels up there and cleaned the ground. Thank God the health inspector just left. Can you imagine? We got an A. We got an A plus. Oh, thank God. Oh my God. Um, for legal reasons, this For legal this reasons, this story was a it's lie. It's a hypothetical story. It's like not happened, but like, it did you know. not really happen. Okay. Anyways. I'm dead. So from, you know, the health inspector <laughs> story, we're going to make a little pivot the next thing we kind of want to talk about with oh, Tina yeah. is truly one of a kind because one of a kind and it only would happen to Tina that she got this job being the executive assistant of a pretty big influencer, mm-hmm. a well-known New York influencer. I would influencer. call this, this one personal assistant. A personal. Okay, that's personal. so true. It was, it was pretty personal. very okay. personal assistant to um, um, a mega influencer, as I call <laughs> I call them. Sure. Um, so, Tina, tell us a little bit yeah. about how that came to be without giving away too much, you know, keep the private. Um, so I got that job. It was really crazy. And I, I do feel lucky that it happened that way. But, um, she just posted about this job opening. Actually, my roommate reached out to her. Shout out to Kate. We love Kate. Um, my roommate. And she was like, Christina should do this. And we had actually already met this girl before at an event and actually went into her at a bar. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. And y'all were there and into her bar. Um, oh yes, 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 yes! I totally forgot. <laughs> Caitlin was like nuzzling on her on her chest, like taking yeah. photos. She's like, "Hi!" Oh my god, <laughs> I totally forgot. Yes. Yeah, and so she kind of knew who I was, or I thought she did, but because I had been to this event, whatever. So basically, she told my roommate responded to the story, and she told my roommate, "Here's my number. Tell her to text me. She, it's her job." And I was like, "What?" So Happen, I texted her. Happened so fast, guys. Happened so it fast. Happened so, so fast. Quick. I was like texting Sean Caitlin. I was like, "Oh my god!" But I was at my internship when it happened, and so this. um influencer she's texting me and she's asked me to come over like that night so I do but and that was like the beginning of a 
of a time, of a journey, of really? a job that I will never forget and I will never, never regret. forget. Never forget and never, never regret, regret. I love that. because I mean the stories that came with that, some of the so being a personal assistant itself is just like, you know, already a piece to have. hundred percent. Um, and your job was very, very hands-on, did a lot of different stuff for her. Um, and stories, you saw a lot of things. Let's say that. I saw a lot of things. She, and I also did juggle that in the internship in the restaurant for about three weeks. And then the internship ended. Oh, that was probably yes, like maybe I the worst three weeks the of my days. life. I was so exhausted. <laughs> do you regret um, like working three jobs or do you? Well, no, because I knew that the, the internship hustle. was ending and I was like, I need this next job and this yeah. next job is paid and the internship wasn't paid. So I was like, if I can like get through these next three weeks and I'll have two paid part-time jobs and like that's what I need. Absolutely. Um, I remember that. I remember you being like, okay, the next three weeks are going to be really crazy. Yeah. Like we, everyone was hunkering down in No, York, you remember you know? that time we went, oh, we went to dinner and we had bought tickets to go see hustlers and yes. I literally already bought my ticket and I was like I have to go home like yeah. I'm so tired I have to go home and yeah. I I like literally just swallowed that $18 yeah. like yeah. no that's, that's how tired you were that's how tired I was I would but, never do that but that just is also like another sign for people who not, are not in New York like that is the, the we're talking about hustlers like yeah. you are a hustler like mm-hmm. you were making you're J-Lo and hustlers <laughs> oh <my God>. honored <laughs> honored <laughs> That actually, that's her two tequilas in. That's very much, very <laughs> oh much. My God. Okay, but I mean, tell us, tell, tell us something. I know we don't want to give too much about that specific job just for privacy reasons, but like, give us, give us one thing that you took away that you learned yeah. that you were like, yeah. this whole experience molded me and mm-hmm. a specific way to live here. Yeah. I just, you know, I want people to know about that. I mean, for sure. I th- I feel like we could talk about the fact this was kind of my first time. Um, so this influencer that I worked for had kind of like a, a mixed um, mixed bag of, of public opinions about her yes. at the time when I got this job. And I remember calling my dad at home about it, and he read about her, and he was like, I, I, I'm shocked that you would want you would want to do this. I'm like, you don't understand. I like, this is all this is all part of the hustle. It's all, all part of the game. Like, I, I really, I, I love this my my old boss. I love her, and I think she's wonderful. Um, but. I, I did feel like I was taking a bit of a risk in that with this, like, you know, would this, this have the potential? I mean, you think that with any, you know, public figure yeah, like exactly. that you were, sure. that has, you know, any sort of like polarizing presence, like in the, in the in press, the media, or the media yeah. whatever, like, is this gonna, you know, harm my reputation before I even get started? Is this gonna, mm-hmm. but I ultimately, I just had a gut feeling like this is what I had to do. And it was kind of like, it was a, honestly a little bit of a hard decision for me to make, but also I knew I wasn't going to say no. Like, I knew I had to say yes. How could you? I just had to, like, yeah. swallow, like, this fear. And, like, it was kind of a risk. I will say I feel like it was kind of a risk. What but a it risk ended up, <laughs> It ended up being, like, a, the perfect gig and um, for the time of life that I was in. And the connections I made, like, I... Or and it's all about connections, but it really I really is. like that was probably fifty percent of the reason I took the job. So I was like, I know that I can get like amazing connections from yeah. this, and I really wanted to to help this girl. Like she, um, like she had inspired me in a lot of ways when I was younger, and I wanted to, you know, see what it was like to get be in her world for a little bit. <laughs> so, um, in this job, I just learned a lot about just taking anything that is thrown at you and figuring out how to do Absolutely. things that um, I would have never had to have done. Yeah. Ever. 
otherwise. And I feel like that prepared you though for like oh, now for your current anything. job. Yeah. Like people say, all. if you can make it in New York, you make it anywhere. I say, if you can make it as a, a personal assistant, you can make it as anything. <laughs> but so I actually, true. truly, wholeheartedly, with all of my being, believe that because it, you see a completely different side of how people work. You yeah. see a different side of yeah. you get you get to be in out in on this is just also with the topic of this episode, like being a personal assistant, executive assistant, someone's like yeah. you know sidekick or whatever. In some cases, yeah. A coordinator, you get yes. to you get to see. I think the coolest part about that is the access you get to like learning about different businesses, yes. yeah. new the business opportunities. Like yeah. I, but you also, also it's how the connection, how people yeah. work. Like, it's just, but crazy. it's also like a humbling job. Like you kind of have the, to you have to swallow some really hard pills, oh, and that was really hard you. for me too. <laughs> like. And to feel like I'm not successful enough because I'm this person's personal assistant. Like, I'm not totally. doing enough because I'm, wa- quote, unquote, wasting my time yeah. being and an that's, assistant. that's on the media and especially Instagram yeah. telling us, you know, what's right. successful and what's not. And it's a, it's a, it can be, there's a lot of hard pills you're just swallowing. Like, there yeah, are so sure. many times What that I, I find so fascinating pills. is that, like, there, I think it is painted as a very interesting picture in the media. But also, like, I, at my current job, there are women who are, I specifically say women who are personal executive assistants. And that is what they choose. Cho- have and chosen they're, they're to, do. to do and they are and I read an article not too long ago that was like why executive assistants are literally keeping businesses and CEOs wow. afloat and yeah. it was like it was such oh, a cool article they can't yeah. do it with, without them but then the other big thing I did for her was plan a, a, a Oh, what was it? Like a 90 person event. Yeah. Three course dinner. A large in, gathering. In a very short amount of time. Yes. In a and very short amount of time. Very. Yeah. In a month. Um, and less than a month, probably like three weeks. Um, and it was like one of the most stressful few weeks of my life. And so anxiety inducing. And honestly, looking back, I should have like asked her to hire more help or like done something because yeah. it was actually insane that I tried to do it by myself. And I still think there were things that I could have been done a lot better, but um, it ended up. I think being really amazing and um, and also ended up being like I got connected to a lot of people through that yeah. event and um, so that was kind of like the last big thing I did for her and then I, I went home for winter break and my parents were kind of like okay what are we doing like you can't but I was I was scared for to let go to that job without something well like for a couple reasons one I didn't have anything else lined up yeah so I was worried about quitting this job for no reason other than like I need a new job but I will say sometimes you have to like do that take that first step to believe in yourself to do the next one like if you just stay in like a job that's like okay for a while like you're not going to push yourself to the next one unless you like or at least I needed that that push of being like I'm quitting and I'm telling her I'm quitting so that I can actually push herself to find another job so and then the other thing that scared me was she did have and does have really great connections and I was like am I cutting myself out of this too soon mm, yeah um, that's that's understandable yeah but ultimately I realized that um I just I just knew it was time I just knew it was time and I, and I had this weird it's interesting I had this weird like feeling it was now or never and it really was because the job I ended up getting I got a month before every the world um, shut yeah, down yeah. so and I, I it wouldn't have been sustainable for me to keep that other job yeah. when the world shut down so it was really then or never and so um, I'm glad that I, I did it when I did it I love, I love it. it and honestly of the best stories best experience and I just feel like you wouldn't be you without those experiences Absolutely. yeah so yeah, and you got great. both of y'all like 
did, I mean, I was hustling in my own current job, but or a past job, but you guys yes. were really Honestly, hustling. Like, yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's what brought Christina and I. Oh, like, absolutely. A lot I think it was too because we both were looking at jobs and like yeah. doing the most random things. Like, I'll just make this quick. Christina and I actually worked a sushi oh and um, sumo wrestler event, and mm-hmm. we needed the money so bad, and they're paying really great, honestly. And we, oh, this is funny. So we did our like two days, and then we really want you were going. You guys were all going out. No, no, we, we hadn't even out. done two days. We had oh, done two days. No, no, we hadn't done it yet though. We had done oh Friday. <laughs> we had done Friday the full day. We were exhausted and had to be up to do it the next day. And we were like, we're so tired, blah blah. And Caitlin was like, we're out. Come out. Come out. Oh my we were God. like, hmm, let's go. And we literally grabbed our trucks and ran. <laughs> And, and ran. ran. And ran. We were like, you know that that TikToker, I think it's from Vine, where it's like, run. run. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was literally us. They were like, can you help set up? And we're like, bye. We're like, run. <laughs> da, da, da. The thing is, like, no, we were there, like, we have to train the catch. Like, ah. <laughs> they, they, they literally left with these, like, train. sushi shirts. Like, I'll never, like, oh my god, yeah. to sleep in time and it's triggering. I, I think I burned mine. You probably. should, because honestly, I walked, I turned the corner, and Christina's eating, like, Three day old sushi in the corner oh, on, in the break room. Like losing my, <laughs> oh my literally losing my ish. Yeah. So funny, but yeah, so we, good. But also, we I feel like we bonded so much. It wasn't even just like the applying for jobs, it was the the struggle of feeling like less than in New York and feeling a like if you don't have like the right job, then you're just like automatically. Yeah. And I think that's something, something New York and I think the media does it to you as well. But no, that was definitely, I, I, I'm glad we did that experience together. Because yeah. Honestly, I, we can't we can't say that we've done it anywhere else. Yeah, you know? and you get to look back on your twenties and be like, yeah. "We did it, we did it." Yes, so true. But moving after um, your time at that as a personal assistant, you got your next job, which is your current job, which, which is, is um, dream, which is a dream, <laughs> and she's and she's really thriving. But it is really cool to see the trajectory of like how many like your different like phases in New yeah, York and industries. Honestly, very yeah. yeah, very different industries. <laughs> yeah, That's for we sure. But tell us a little bit about like in kind of closing this episode, like getting that job and just kind of some different wake up points and just. Yes. You know, feeling kind of, I guess I'll ask you, like, do you feel more settled in New York now, like specifically with this job? And I don't know, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So the, the job I have now, actually my old boss, when I told her I was quitting because I needed something more full time, she was so supportive and she actually like was the one who told me that this job was available. Yeah. I forgot about that. um, Yeah. How did she find out about that job? Well, she she knew my my current oh, boss. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So um, she they had like mutual friends and stuff. So mm-hmm. I actually am not sure. Maybe they, they probably posted about it on their Instagram, but yeah. I didn't see. Um, so so I started interviewing at By Baba, which is where I work now, but we're not By Baba anymore. So it's a it was a creative marketing agency, and I um, have always wanted to be doing something creative, and I enjoy marketing etc etc but I didn't study that so I felt like I didn't really have like any tools like offer but I started interviewing there for the executive assistant position and um it was a long a long process it was a three-week process like most of them are um when I got it I I guess I was here at the blue couch cried called my mom my mom and I cried called my dad my dad cried later um and (laughs) Caitlin came well we had I think you had texted Caitlin and Caitlin had literally stepped out for like two minutes came back and we were like freaking out yeah it was my birthday it was her birthday yeah pair of jeans Dead. We had so much to celebrate. Um, but yeah, so I i mean, I literally could go on and on about how grateful I am for this job. When I um, started, there was a creative marketing agency, but I was informed that in, that in the coming year, the agency would be folding and we would be building this startup that is a, um, a clean hair care brand rooted in Latinx heritage. Um, 
So, I was very excited for two reasons. One, I love my hair. Love it so much. Two, um, my mom is Mexican, so I feel like I, and I grew up with a foot kind of in both worlds. I grew up totally. in Texas. Um, and I always was, I've always been, like, I really don't remember a day that I wasn't, like, proud of being a Latina. But then mm-hmm. I do remember, I don't that's a whole other episode. But yeah. anyway, um, I was just so excited to, like, be a part of something so powerful and so meaningful. Yeah. And my With, boss. Like, badass women, too. Yes. Yeah. And my coworkers were just also, are also inspiring and have all done such amazing things, um, like, with their careers and what they do now, what they did before this. And so I just learned so much from them. And my boss, she's amazing. Obviously, she's Latina. And this is, like, her life's work. Like, she is, like, um, this is her life's work. And so it's so amazing to be part of it. And to build a startup, like, in the city with such a badass team so of yeah. creatives yeah. and businesswomen just, like, knowing what, what to do and how to do it. And because there's only five of us, including my boss, like... I am the executive assistant, but I end up doing, like, a little bit of anything and everything, which when you're building a startup is literally anything and everything. So I've just learned so much about things I would never learn about. And, like, and it's just been the most inspiring and so fun, like, adventure of just juggling so many hats like wearing so all the hats in the world all the hats on my head all the hats on my head um, got a hat. and and loving my co-workers and like loving my work environment and um and obviously work from home changed some things I only oh, was yeah. in the office with them for a, a month before work from yeah home started which wow. is really crazy but um we've got to see each other a lot in the past couple weeks which has been so sweet and yeah, so I love my job now. We're launching in the fall. I'll follow at my ceremonia. Subtle um, plug. We love it. Uh, no, we love, no, we love but it. But yeah, so that's my job now. I feel very, very at peace. And I sometimes, you know, look back and think. Because I remember last June, I would think to myself, you know, I wonder, you know, next June where where I'll be, what I'll be doing, where I'll be working. Like, I wish I could know now. And like, if, if she only knew, like, and that's the thing. It's like more like, if you, that's not what I wanted to do when I came here. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I came here. That's what I mean. Like, you can't get too tied to one dream. Like I've had so many fleeting dreams. I got here. I thought I wanted to be an NBC page, which I still would love to do that. That still sounds like a dream. Like absolutely sounds like a dream. The the audition for the cerebralis. Oh yeah. um, Oh yeah. Audition for the cerebralis TV show. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, let's warm those pipes. I got baby. I was the only one here with you. And you were like, I think I'm going to do it. And I was like, I haven't heard you sing. I barely, me? barely <laughs> knew Michelle that finished. She's like, singing for me. I was like, no. I was like, I was okay. Like, no. But you just can't get to, you have to kind of see where the, where the ocean takes you. Yeah. Where you're led, where the ocean of the city, I the wild it. streets. <laughs> the wild we streets. We have two more questions for okay. you. And I, the first, the first one's like, I feel like this is a sweet question, but like, what would you tell young Christina in college? You know, just, yeah. but just graduating. What would you tell her if you had her right here? Her senior year, Stop Christina. I know. I know those kind of questions make me sad, but hey. No, it's not y- sad. It's, I just like, it's oh, a lot of yeah. things, you know? Like, because it's not that far. It's, it's what, two years ago? Yeah, but she but was still, still it's she was such a different, such a different person. She was so different. She is right here on the blue no, couch next yeah, to Caitlin. Look at her. <laughs> um, I would tell her, um, uh, you don't really know what you want. That's okay. Like, stop, yes. stop trying to figure it out. Stop thinking that once you figure it out, and everything else will just click because that is just not how life works. It's not how life in New York mm-hmm. works. It's move puzzle pieces that are moving all the time that every where you live, who your friends are, what you're doing, what, who you're talking to, how, what your job is. Like everything is constantly shifting and moving and you just have to like just 
hop on the next the next rock on the water, like wherever the next whatever. <laughs> however, skip, when you're skipping you rocks, going. when like, you're skipping you're rocks. rocks, no, like the the stepping stones in the water. You know, oh, to the cross. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I feel oh, like, yeah. and I feel like a lot of times like you can feel like to just like yes, you're standing yes. on two lily pads, and you just have to wait for the next one to float. And there's yeah. probably going to be multiple lily pads floating by. You just got to pick one. You just got to go. You just got to listen to your gut, listen to the Lord, do what feels mm-hmm. right, and. Like, don't doubt yourself too much because at the end of the day, like, there's nothing like that. Like, not, there's no magic word that's going to fix everything. There's also no magic word that's going to break that's everything. Great. Like, well, that's great. there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's so many things going into it. You just have to make the next move and keep moving forward. Don't get stuck. Just keep swimming. Don't get stuck. Just keep swimming. Just don't Jordan get don't get stuck. And surround yourself with people who will not let you get stuck. Like, there's no way to still be great. working at the restaurant today because like you guys wouldn't have let me still be working no, no, at the restaurant sure, today. Sure. You know, and my parents. Like, shout out to my parents. Yeah. No, for sure. And our last question, because we always like to do a really fun question, and okay. this, I know you're just going to thrive. We might have to cut you off, because I know you go on drunk. You'll go oh, on, yeah. Can you do your best accent for us? Oh, no. This is lame. Oh my, I'm not going to go on forever. I told you I'm going to get stage fright. No, no, do it. Because you, you our listeners need to know how, I mean, like, first, we're just going to take a trip across the pond real quick, because oh Christina gosh. can do the best I have Australian. No, okay, no, I, I have to tell the story when I when I do do it or I'll okay, tell you Okay, tell the story first. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So actually, um, back in back in February, um, before you know the world shut down, um, I was at a bar with Caitlin and Michelle and our friend Dylan. Um, we were sitting like in this corner booth, and this guy slid in. He was like kind of cute, a little old. And, um, so he started talking to us and he had a bit of an Australian accent. It turns out he was from New Zealand. Um, but his Australian friends came to join us. And whenever I'm drunk and I meet an Australian guy, which I guess doesn't happen that often, but I'm like, oh, oh my God, I have to show you my Australian accent. I actually think it's so good. And usually they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it's not going to be good because you're American and there's just like, no, no, literally no way. And, but I felt really confident at that point. Also had like a few more drinks and I was just ready to go. So I say to this guy, I'm like, hi, my name's Christina. I'm from Sydney. Like I do my my accent. And he's like, wow, actually that was amazing. Like usually when Americans tell me they're going to do their Australian accent, it's absolute shit, but that was actually really good. So I will carry that with me forever. Um, I'll carry that with me forever. Wow. Um, I do have to give a quick shout out to Caroline Sims, who's actually far better at this than I am and who I picked this up from. And I can feel that she's a bit rusty right now in my, in my throat. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly incredible. So incredible. Here's my thing, because I don't know if you, you probably listen. I want to be a dead body. We, we actually both want to be extras. Oh, so oh I, I do. This. I need you to be an extra, you know, as Australian character. Yeah, you. Out of like, I'm a dead body extra. No, I'm the dead body. Oh, it's gonna be the extra. Oh, oh, these, like, I'm an extra. Small, uh, we have these random small. Oh drinks. no, I'm like the extra that just orders a coffee before the main character. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, no, I, think, I think you're the co- the barista at yeah, a coffee you're, shop. You're the, um, like, the coffee. But that's yeah. but that's more than an extra. Like the barista at the coffee shop is like they 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 probably have like a they're getting paid. You're, you're definitely an IMDb. If you have <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely on IMDb. So let's say I'm like the the girl who picks up like the his pencil, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, oh no, I'm sorry, let me get that for you. <laughs> and I'm the one oh, that's no. just like, eh, like, uh, like uh, and then she, the and then she was like, dead. Okay. <laughs> wow, Wait, Caitlin, are you happened. dead too? Oh, I didn't. I don't want to be dead. I just no, wanted to be dead. like in the background extra. somewhere, you know, just, 
Just an extra back Which there. you have done before, but that's a, that's a story for another that's time. That's a story for another time. We'll save for another time. Honestly, Tina, I like, just gotta say one word. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, continue. Just I about ti- no. Caitlin's time being an extra. Oh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you but, no, I just said I wanted to say porta potty. Just one of the listeners to hear. Caitlin plus extra equals porta potty. And that's all you need to know. That's all you gotta know. Honestly, Tina, I know we're gonna have you back on again. Like, I, our listeners need the dating stories. We have much more to say. We've both enjoyed you. This has been so amazing. And I know. Like, we have to have her back so soon. For sure. I mean, like this is we have to keep it short and sweet because our other episodes people oh, complain you know, that they were going too long. on forever and ever. We, so could, we just jabbered on. We jabbered on, and we could go on forever and ever. But we're gonna wrap it up, and we just want to do a big thank you, Tina oh Teens, for, for coming guys. and spending your yeah. evening on the Blue Cow. Thank you for now, having me. Honestly, let's go get some drinks. All right, let's go get some drinks. Can I say one more thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. With the west. <laughs> You can feel free to oh, wait, exit Michelle, now. can you just give me a little like fire and rain? <laughs> you can try me insane. Word. I, won't, I won't because you'd say my melody is off. Yeah, because All Michelle right, only sings harmony. harmony. My harmony. Yeah, she can't harmonize. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for you know listening in and tuning in. We have enjoyed you, Christina. Hope you all enjoyed this yes. episode. Don't forget to like, like, rate, subscribe, DM us your reviews and all of yes. the above, um, and follow my ceremony on Instagram oh, and yes. also follow at Christina Del Reed that would be oh, when Reed we do the socials I'll tag her you guys also keep DMing me who you would want to nominate as a guest we cannot wait to see who else you want on the show amazing guys we love you we will see you next week bye bye, bye. two cute girls in New York City